0: It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for Out of the Cocoon. Out of the Cocoon.
1: Welcome back to Out of the Cocoon, a podcast amplifying the perspectives of youth voices.
0: As mentioned in our previous episode, the coronavirus has impacted all of our lives in some way or another. In this episode, we'll be discussing the impact of the virus on mental health and anti-Asian racism.
2: Although spending endless hours on YouTube and social media may seem fine at first and quite enjoyable, the endless scrolling on the TikTok for you page, yes, we're talking to you, can start to take a toll on your mental health after a while.
0: According to the American Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, also known as the CDC, With the lack of social interactions and constant changes to our sleeping and eating patterns, fear and anxiety can start to build up. It might be difficult to return back to our normal lives when we do.
1: Personally, I'm going to have many difficulties waking up before 9 a.m., especially when school resumes.
2: Before 9 a.m., I wake up at like 1 in the afternoon. Cereal at 4 p.m. sounds great for breakfast. It's been the same for a lot of my friends as well.
0: Quite the schedule there. There we talk about our constant debate how cereal should come before the milk.
2: (sighs) That should come in a future episode, Claire. It's surely a daunting and pressing matter indeed.
1: Depression and mental health can also be a sensitive topic for some during these times. Strained family matters, loss of motivation, and staying indoors with a lack of movement and vitamin D can lead to stressful times, especially for those who used school, meeting up with friends, or seeing a counselor as an outlet, but are no longer able to, in effect, due to safety regulations.
0: A piece of advice I have is either study, read, or draw to music you enjoy, or even record a time-lapse video of yourself studying. That way, after you're done for the day, you can go back and enjoy a little film of yourself being productive. It also helps and motivates you to stay off your phone.
2: And don't forget to talk. Reach out to a friend, meet with a friend, and social distance. Don't lose touch with people in your life because of quarantine. In fact, it might be the perfect opportunity to do so. I personally talked to a teacher about how I felt in an email and called with them during the school year as well, which was really nice. It might be daunting or hard to do, but you never know where reaching out to someone might take you. There's also numbers of online places that you can contact for counseling and mental health support if you need it. Know that even though we're strangers, we're also here to talk to you as well. You can reach out to us through at Youth on Instagram or papillonyouth.com.
0: Speaking of mental health, there's also been a lot of concern regarding the physical health and well-being due to COVID-19 being called the quote Chinese virus or the quote Asian disease and society blaming it on a specific group of people.
1: Yeah and as a Chinese American I have become aware that because of how I look I may face prejudices about COVID-19 that a normal citizen may not. I was recently shopping and a man walked into the store and started yelling in a vulgar tone about how quote China ruined everything. Quite obviously Many Americans are upset at the impact that the coronavirus has on their lives. I believe people have the right to anger, but it is extremely irrational to take it out on a specific group of people. What are some of your views on this topic?
0: To add to what you said, Amelia, I've seen a lot of news articles and videos on social media highlighting the violence Asian people have been facing due to COVID-19. Some people are being punched in the face for looking Asian, while others are spitting on their faces, yelling racist slurs. It's quite sad to think that even in the midst of a pandemic, we're dealing with racism and people pointing fingers at an entire race when there are people's lives on the line. And by blaming this on a specific group of people, further divides the two group of people into a quote, us and them relationship. Asian Americans then become a physical embodiment of a pandemic.
2: I do understand where it comes from, like a place to let out all the anger and frustration. But COVID-19 is affecting everyone now. It's become an issue greater than just a few countries or a specific race. But the lessons and things we learn from this pandemic should stick with us and be brought to light. However, constantly looking at the past won't help us to move forward and overcome this pandemic together.
1: With the recent rise of events, it's important for us youth to advocate and stand up for these changes. By seeing how things will change and hopefully become better in the future, our society will learn from these current mistakes so that we can move on and overcome the challenges of today. You may be thinking, what can I do? Educate yourself. Read about current events and don't let society shape your beliefs. Then, if you are brave enough to do so, spread the word and let other youth know what you are all
0: about. While COVID-19 brought a vast range of challenges to our lives and daily lifestyles, we should also try our best to stay positive. From new startup businesses to organizations and media, many individuals have been pursuing their passions and creating a positive impact in this world to help other individuals. We get to be a part of a special generation that can say that we've grown and learned important lessons through an entire pandemic.
2: Imagine telling your children about what it was like to live through the coronavirus. These norms may feel like a drastic change to us, but may be the norm for them.
1: Maya Angelou once said, even the worst storm runs out of rain. The pandemic will be over one day, and though we all hope that day will come in the near future, it's still important to take advantage of the time you have. Educate yourself on what is happening in the world around you. Show interest in your virtual classes. And most importantly, listen to every episode of Out of the Cocoon. Trust me, your future self will thank you.
2: Oh, definitely, Amelia. It really is interesting to think of how the future of virtual reality and simulations will affect our lives in the future. What if you could be somewhere without even being there? Today, it could be a live stream or a Zoom call, but what could that look like decades from now in the future?
0: I'm personally getting some back to the future vibes here, but I will say that meeting online isn't the same as meeting in person. There is something special and unique about physically meeting and being present that technology just cannot emulate, like dressing up for school or going out for lunch with friends. It's interesting to imagine what the future may hold, but what about the present? What's going on? We want to hear from you.
2: If you have any personal stories, questions you'd like us to tackle, advice you wish to give to our listeners, or anything else that you want to share, please contact us through our Instagram account at Papillon Youth. We would love to hear them and feature more youth voices on our platforms.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this episode, and
2: until next time,
1: see where wings take you.
2: could